0: welcome to the
1: january 25th 2023 meeting of the west county board of zoning adjustments we are still meeting virtually due to the covid 19 pandemic rules so if you want to participate in this meeting you will need to participate using the zoom webinar platform and there's a link on the agenda or you can call during in at one of the two telephone numbers on the front of the agenda during the public comment period, and staff will acknowledge you, and you can speak to the board at that time. Staff, can you take roll call, please? Chair Clark? Here. Vice Chair Lewis? Here.
2: Member Spalding? Here. Member Siebert? Here. Member Volvis? Here. All members present?
1: Thank you. Thank you. No special announcements. Again, just to uh, reaffirm, we are still meeting virtually uh, due to COVID-19 pandemic rules. Um, We do renew the uh, request every 30 days. And uh, it is possible that sometime in the near future, we will start meeting in person. But now we are still using the webinar platform for our meeting. So if you want to participate, you do need to goes through the link that is on the front of the agenda. And then you can also call one of the two phone numbers on the front of the agenda during the public comment period so that you can speak on an item on today's agenda.
3: I I understand that the governor is going to be, the emergency is going to cease in February. Yeah, that's that's my question to staff is... Even if we can't do hybrids, how about you know every other week or something like that?
2: I can't answer that, but yes, the anticipation is I think february twenty eighth it expires if he doesn't renew it or it's right. not renewed, then yeah, um then we will be meeting in person, I believe, so I'm not sure. I don't know the status of the hybrid um,
3: I know that's
4: availability.
3: Been- well, yeah, I understand that that's been something that s- staff has kind of been holding back on, or there's been some issues.
2: Oh, I, I I'm not aware of those issues or us holding back on that. Uh, I was thought that they yeah. were working on the public hearing room, which yeah. is great for us because that's the room that you guys meet in.
3: Right. I know. I saw. I was there earlier today, and I, there was some meeting going on in the
1: public.
2: Room. We uh, we were yeah.
1: Yeah. we do not have anything on the calendar there are no tobacco retailer regulation administrative hearings there are no neighborhood preservation and zoning ordinance abatement hearings yeah. and there are no alcoholic beverage sale regulation administrative hearings today next yeah. is open forum there's someone in attendance who would like to speak to the board that an, on an item that is not on the agenda yeah. you may raise your hand at this time If anybody's here
2: to speak on open forum, please raise your electronic hand or hit star nine to raise your hand on the phone. I don't see any hands up.
1: And we are ready for. Oh, there's no field trip report either. So then we are ready for the regular calendar of staff is ready for the first item.
2: Uh, I will be presenting the first item on the regular calendar, which is PLN 2022-198. Yeah. Uh, let me share my screen first, I guess. 22-198. Uh,
0: and that's not an option. How come I can't do that? Let me try again. Uh Sorry. Share uh, sure. 198. Okay, so let me make this. Oh, yes. yes, you guys used to be over here, right? I do that. Uh-huh. So um. Side from the beginning.
2: Okay, you guys able to see my screen? Oh no, it's back. It's wrong, huh?
3: That's.
0: Are you guys part?
3: Let's see. AT and T I...
0: Spectrum. Can I, is that,
3: why
2: is there always a high presenter view? Okay. Is that better though? You guys can see it without seeing yourselves.
3: Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, okay. That's good.
2: So this is the first item on the regular calendar. It's PLN 2022 198 conditional use permit, uh, AT&T spectrum wireless services. Gary Goshberg is the agent. Uh, this is an application to allow continued operation of a telecommunications facility with modifications located at 1535 Bachman Road. The general plan destination is low density residential within the Eden Area General Plan. The site is exempt from the or from the California Environmental Quality Act, uh, Section 15301, Existing Facilities, Class One, and staff is recommending approval. The site was originally approved for construction in 2005. There was a 10-year renewal that was uh, met in 2010, and this would be the renewal from the 2010 approval. The general plan and um, zoning is in conformance. It's low-density residential in that Eden general plan, and the zoning is single-family residential. The facility is um, located at existing church property within the church steeple. Once again, this is renewal of PLN 2010-115 that expired in October of 2020. The applicant is asking for continued operation and replacing nine antennas and adding one new ground equipment within the leased area. And the antennas that are being replaced are within the church steeple. Here's the site plan of the entire property, and then a close-up of the, it's on the church building. This lower square is the church steeple, where the antennas are located within that structure, and the equipment's located at the back of the church building. Here's the equipment layout. Here is the elevation of the church and the existing steeple. Here is a photo showing you the existing church steeple where the antennas will be located within that white structure and the existing leased area that will not be increased in area. Eden Municipal Advisory, Eden Area Municipal Advisory Council recommended um, denial on this application January 10th of this year. They cited that they did not support the facility to continue to operate based on the neighboring school location, which is Delray Elementary School, which is approximately 500 feet. Um, And it's owned by the San Lorenzo Unified School District. In addition, across the street from Bachman, there is a little local park owned by Hayward Area Recreation District, which is about 100 feet. The second concern of Eden Max was that the length of time of the monitoring period is too long. Um, there's a review within five years and another expiration date in 10 years, and they did not support that, so they recommended denial. Since the Eden MAC meeting, the applicant provided coverage maps to show the need for the new antennas, replacement antennas, as well as um, there's maps that show if the facility is was not there, that there would be no service for the residents in that area. The applicant also um, has a contract with um, serving the first responders. There's something established by Congress that first responders network authority to provide um, a dedicated broadband network to provide to be uh, dedicated to public safety and AT&T, who is the applicant or uh, applicant. Uh, is has a contract to provide that service. Staff's recommending approval for the continued operation. There's no visual impacts. The existing facility has been permitted since 2005, and the applicant has uh, demonstrated that they are in compliance with the FCC and the PUC requirements. So this would be continued operation of the existing facility replacement of the antennas within the church steeple and the addition of one new equipment cabinet within the leased area, subject to the plans before you and 22 conditions of approval with the expiration in 10 years.
0: That's thank the you. end of stuff, yeah. Oh, thank you. Questions of Staff Member uh
3: uh i I'm glad to see there's no potential visual uh changes um i, I guess I just want to understand eden max's uh recommendation for denial yeah uh, I think that's the only thing that really concerns me here is just understanding it um, the distance from
0: the neighboring school and park.
3: So there is a compliance problem with that or not a compliance problem? Yeah. Are you a little shaken? They were concerned
2: that the cell yeah. tower or telecommunication facility is too close to an elementary school. Too
3: close to the elementary school. Well, do we have, what are the guidelines for the, the placement? The
2: gui- yeah, the guidelines... Um, this is considered or defined as a ground-mounted telecommunication facility, and
0: yes. I can make sure I read it. it
2: Our policy says ground-mounted antennas should not be allowed within 300 foot of a residence on adjacent residential property unless the board of zoning adjustments, unless otherwise approved by the board of zoning adjustments. So. Um so how close are place, we
0: to the to the nearest residence?
2: Uh right behind it. They're citing the ha the school across the street off um Bachman and Via Del Rey.
3: Yeah, I would think the house across the street is close, certainly closer.
2: There's a house right behind
3: the parking
2: lot of this church facility, but that's not what they uh cited as their grounds for recommendation of denial. Oh.
3: And also the uh, length of the monitoring period. Did, did do you know if they uh, said anything about what they would be good with?
2: I, I'm not uh, aware. Monitoring period? Yeah, I'm not aware that they def- oh. they were clear clair- uh, defined what they were looking for.
3: Christine, did you go to that yeah. meeting? I did not. Oh, all right. So we don't know yeah. if it was a staff person who would know or I mean, would have told you, theoretically. Correct. Okay. Well, I I don't have any further questions. Maybe we'll get some answers here.
1: Thank you. Member Siebert? Uh, Christine, since it
5: expired, we're not looking at this as a new application.
2: Well, that's what we've been informed by county council, right? That you guys, that it's able to be reviewed as a new application. However, the facility is
0: existing. Okay. I Can you tell me, I see the buildings in the
5: photographs. Can you tell me what resides in each of those buildings? Do Do you know? I mean, one looks like it's, the, the two-story has multiple doors and
3: windows. Where, is there a school or something going on at the church?
2: I believe they have church services and um, schooling for the churches. I'm not aware that they have a preschool or kindergarten. Um, mobile home. Somebody lives there for security purposes. Two-story classroom structure and oh. a single and a single-story church building.
0: So those are classrooms. For the church. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah, this is at the end of my street. I live on Bandoni. Oh. And so, of course, I see it every day. And I uh, always wished that I had had some input on the architecture of the uh, steeple. Uh, but that was right a long back, time God, ago. But I like the that they're inside the steeple I think that's great yeah yeah that looks I think that's a yeah. i I don't think a lot of people even know what's in there exactly but uh, but on sundays the uh the uh, the place seems to be alive with you know uh, kids uh they've got uh kids and people and uh they're all out there playing or whatever on Sundays but it's pretty quiet I think the rest of the week. <laughs>
0: Member Siebert, any other questions? Oh, that was all. Thank you.
3: Member Spaulding? Well, kudos for the um, inside the steeple. I'd say that that's a good one to remember. (laughs) 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 We we like those. (laughs) Um, But so there's no recommendation that we know of from the Eaton Mac on timing that they're suggesting. And we do have a house within 300 feet, but we have a school that's 500 feet. Yeah. So what's the guidelines for schools? Do we have any guidelines for schools?
2: The policy does not call out school distances. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Only How, residents.
2: However, most of our schools um, are on, yeah, it doesn't even say residentially zone. It just says 300 feet of a residence
0: on a residential property so it's right. silent
3: okay but it's been held and it's been there for a while
0: 2005
2: it was originally permitted i don't know when they obtained uh construction but
0: okay
3: so that's almost 20 years correct Okay, well, um, we'll see what everybody else has to say. Thank you. I don't have any further questions at the moment. Thank you. Vice Chair Lewis?
4: Well, I must agree with Member Bobos that the design of the steeple is a little odd looking. It could have been done a little better. Uh, but I do like that it's inside this the uh, uh, sort of bell tower, church steeple, whatever you want to call it, uh, and that they're not going to be hanging Uh, things on the outside it's all going to be inside it's been there 20 years I don't I don't have a problem with it uh, to continue as far as the review I don't know what was it a review in five and expire in ten was that it Christine but let me that that's the recommendation yeah I think that
0: yeah Yeah.
4: has there uh, been a mechanism put in place so that when these expire that like a bell goes off or an email goes out to these people so that they're not operating under expired CUPs.
2: There's currently not a process in place that does that.
4: It seems like it would be pretty easy to do. I don't know. We we,
3: we won't go there given some of the, the registrar voter issues too. Oh, yeah. (laughs)
4: You're
3: right. You're right.
4: (laughs) Okay. No more questions. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I I don't have any questions at this time. So if there are no follow up questions from the board, we'll go ahead and open the public hearing. I had oh, um, I had just one on the equipment, the new area. yeah the new area
3: for the equipment. The photo that's a photo um, that we're being provided as to what it's supposed to look like. The the equipment area. Yes.
0: Because that kind of looks like. It's
3: existing. It's existing. They're just oh, adding. That's what I thought. That okay. So this is existing. So yeah. what's different? Then what's going to change?
2: There's a new rectangle or square that's going to be within that leased area. Those darker, that darker color, uh, proposed equipment layout on the left hand side of A2. It says new AT and T cabinet.
0: It's a little square. Yeah.
3: Well, I see figure three. Are we talking figure three or are we talking about on the... Um,
0: talking about A2. You
4: can see the difference. Oh, okay. A2. Okay but it looks like it's still all within that same enclosure. That's correct. Okay, so we're not going to be seeing anything new. No. Okay, all right, thank you.
1: Any other follow-up questions? Staff, can you go ahead and open the public hearing? And if the applicant or representative is available to speak on the item, let's have that person go first.
2: Okay, the public hearing is open for the first item on the regular calendar, PLN 2022-198, conditional use permit for telecommunication facility on Bachman Road. If you would like to speak on this matter, please raise your hand, electronic hand, or hit star nine. I believe Gary is the applicant. Gary, we would like for you to speak. Okay, somebody else has their hand raised. Do you want that person or? Yeah,
1: maybe he is the 707 number.
2: Okay, allowed to talk. Okay, 707, you have a phone number ending in 164. If you can unmute yourself, star nine. There's a phone called in starting.
0: I think Hello. you, do- you Yes.
6: Me now? Yes. <laughs> Hi. Sorry about that. Yeah, well, uh, I want to thank the WBZA for the opportunity to talk um, regarding this project. Um, I think that the staff report uh, indicated um, most everything pretty clearly. Um, one thing I'd like to say is at this particular point, I don't know if there are any people on after. Um, I speak, but um, there were no residents opposed to this particular project at the Eden Mack hearing, and right now, as as far as I can tell, um, there's nobody opposing it today, so I I think this, you know, clearly indicates that the community desires to have continued coverage in the neighborhood, Um, so, you know, the other thing is the continued operation of this facility and the proposed modification will provide a substantial improvement of service for residents in the area, and you know, if, if it's not approved, um, there really are no other suitable locations. Uh, churches are used a lot, as well as you know, uh, on occasion there are schools that have sites on them as well, and residential because it's hard to find locations for them. So it's it's unrealistic to think that there is another location. So if this is not approved, the the people residents in this neighborhood would have limited to no coverage because it's a low density residential zone. Um, and, you know, as, as far as the school goes, I understand in some capacity the concern, but as you guys are well aware, if the EME report passes the FCC requirements, um, then, you know for the most part it can't be denied based off of the potential frequencies um emitted from the. the. so um you know the other thing is is that a lot of times in these types of situations people are just looking for the negative aspects but you also have to think about the school itself and and in the case of any type of emergency or anything else where uh teachers or people need to reach out to other people it would be important to have service in the area for people that have at t coverage and I guess the last thing I could say is that you know at t is the only carrier that has the FirstNet um program which I believe you guys received some documents on which was established by Congress to deliver you know nationwide network dedicated to public safety so you know, if there's any large scale events, uh, earthquakes, emergencies, large scale emergencies, um, there's a high demand for service, and this particular network uh, allows emergency responders to kind of override the general public uh, capacity and get through for emergency services. So it's it's very essential for that as well. Uh, never mind, you know, the coverage in the neighborhood that's that, that all I have to say, if anybody has any questions.
2: Can you please state your name?
6: I, uh, my name is Gary Gottsberg. I represent AT&T.
1: Thank you. Any questions for the applicant, Member Spalding?
3: Yes. Um, I see that the equipment um, fence, based on the photo, it's green, and the rest of the building and area is more of a gray or tan color. Um, would you have any objections if uh, to modifying that fence so that it blends in more with the building rather than kind of sticking out like a sore thumb?
6: Uh, let me take a look at that. Where is that in the?
3: Uh, page 11 of the staff reports one photo of those.
6: Figure Uh, three. Well, I I remember seeing it. I don't see it in the report that I have, but um, I mean, it. yeah, it It should be on page uh, 11.
3: It's It's the very first, it's the photos attached to the back of the staff report. It's a car in
6: there. I, I remember seeing it, but uh, I, yeah, I mean, if, if, if you would like to get the, the fence painted white to match the building or whatever color um, you desire, I, I believe make that happen with them. They would, they would more yeah, than cause, likely. Cause
3: there's another co- like a concrete type of wall nearby that seems to match the area more. So or the rest of the color scheme, so to speak.
6: Yeah, I, I don't believe that that would be a problem at all to okay. paint that to match, for sure.
3: Uh, well, I don't know if it's just paint, but, or something.
6: Uh, yeah, w- whatever it would be, whether they needed to replace the slats in, in there or painted, whatever uh, whatever, whatever is required to make it match, we, we would definitely uh, do that. Yeah.
3: We have no objections.
6: <laughs> I have no objection, no.
3: That would
1: not be a problem. Thank you. Member Siebert,
5: is there a lock on that utility uh, fence there? The gate,
6: just is there a lock on there? Yeah, there. There's definitely a lock. They they have to lock all their facilities for many different reasons. Uh, You know, sometimes the locks do get uh, compromised, but usually there's they usually have a maintenance guy or uh, you know somebody in the area that will check it frequently and replace locks that need to be replaced but there are always locks in the gates to the equipment area oh, thank you and and the proposal is not going to raise
5: the tower at all correct
6: no not at all it's not doing anything to the tower itself um at all okay thank you that was all i had
4: vice chair lewis I don't
1: have any questions. Member of Ovis. Yeah, I don't have any other
3: questions, but I I agree with member Spaulding that maybe we could take down the um, contrast of the uh, between the building and the enclosure and uh, somehow uh, whether that's slats or a shade cloth or I don't know what's in that fence. Exactly, but maybe it, it just could use a little facelift. That's
1: yeah, all. not a problem. Right. Thank you. Uh, anyone else to speak on this item? It's regarding a telecommunications facility at 1535 Bachman Road in San Lorenzo.
2: I don't see any other hands up besides uh, the phone number we were just speaking with.
1: Were there any further questions of that last? Oh, well, he left. The last speaker from members of the board. There, there's, <laughs>
3: there's no uh, member, there's no attendees, I gather, who were at the Eden Mac.
0: <laughs> it
1: doesn't look like be it. Helpful. All right, I will close the public hearing. Um, are there any questions of staff? Yes. Yeah. I think, I think
3: something around at least for the, I mean, we haven't heard from the neighbors and, um, and I think, you know, given this, it, everything's inside the steeple, but nobody knows. <laughs> and, but I'd say that fence could definitely need a, fa- a facelift. I mean, I'd like to see something consistent with that concrete wall. See the concrete wall? i mean that should be matching i think that would look a lot better sure just make it go with the building somehow and t- there's a high contrast between the two right now yeah you I can agree tell. It, it looks like it sticks out like a sore thumb in that sense yeah and so so that's something we can uh, find a place for in the conditions Maybe a plan, do they need to submit a plan and imp, submit and implement
0: <laughs>
3: um, a plan on how to how to make, replace the the present fencing so it's consistent with the building and specifically identifying a consistency the best would be with that wall.
4: Can't we just add it to the conditions and say we want the enclosure to be consistent with color? To right, the building? and yeah. material. Well, that might be a little costly, but I think at least the color, if it was the same color, would be better.
1: Yeah. Well, the church may not want a concrete wall there either.
4: Yeah.
1: I think just making it consistent
4: color with the building would help a lot.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, I, I'm really not sure if there's any. When I think about this, it's not may not be any concrete construction on this site at all. It's pretty much all stucco. It's it's probably just stucco. Ah, the the wall. It looks up. appears to look exactly. a lot like concrete, but yeah, exactly. I think it's all just uh, stick framed with um, stucco. Um yeah. But uh, replacing the slats or just. Uh, g- the general improvement of the enclosure. Well, it, it, it's so that it's consistent with the rest of the building, right? Yeah. Right. For, for color, and hopefully material. And that can just be a match the adjacent surface, to right. it. <laughs> but not just white.
0: Well, yeah. the building looks to be either white or off white or tan or some. tan, yeah, the. T- of t- t- color. So it's been,
3: it's sort of her. a peachy tan. Yeah. yeah yes, exactly. I had to. Salmon, uh, salmon. <laughs> yeah, peachy tan. It's just yeah, a little less pink than salmon, but it's close. Little does um, Christine know that she's on the architectural.
1: <laughs>
7: <laughs>
3: well, I'm sure she
1: can come up with something for this. Uh, I have a question. Yes, Member receiver? Christine, did
5: was was the public notified of this?
2: Yes, they will be notified when we receive the application. And then they get another notice when we go to Eden Mac. And then they received another notice when we uh, are here for this meeting.
5: Okay, so everybody knows about it in the the area there.
2: Yes, and I also want to uh, clarify that in the staff report packet or the packet that you guys uh, received, the conditions of approval within the... Staff report. So page six, seven through ten. So pages six or yeah, pages six through ten should be the conditions of approval that we that if so per, wish by this board to make changes to the attached resolution is the wrong one. So that was at, that was my uh, uh, question. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so let's uh, make sure. I, well, you guys.
1: Oh,
0: yeah, wow, yeah. Who puts
4: these together, Christine? (laughs) We won't tell. Yeah, (laughs) um, why don't we just add a condition of approval that the uh, enclosure for the equipment match the building? Right.
1: Color. I would suggest perhaps a new twenty two and then the expiration could be a twenty-three. That way it goes with maintenance. Right. Or uh, or maybe a new
3: yeah, new twenty one and maintenance is twenty one. Or twenty two.
1: Yeah. Yeah, either it's just somewhere in that order. Um and then I think there's <laughs> some con- uh, discussion about the expiration. That since we can't consider this to be a new application, we should review it in a year. versus, or staff should review it within a year. Right. Versus, it actually just says so I'll terminate in ten years.
0: Condition number fifteen requires a
2: status report to be submitted one year from the date of the approval.
4: Oh,
3: okay, that's good. Okay. Mine says five years. Mine says five years too.
2: Oh, you guys, I'm I'm wrong, looking at the wrong document that I uh, asked you guys not to. We're
3: not the only ones, then.
2: Okay. No. Um, this one have a status? Oh, five years. Yeah. So, if the ba- if the board wishes to modify that condition to be one and five years, or
3: yeah, one you know, every five, it? I think it's the best. One every five. No one and five. One and
0: five.
1: So it would be one five, and then at ten years, their actually CUPs is expired. Right. So they would be back.
3: And for... then if by doing the five year five year review too, that'll help remind the applicants of the necessity to renew their
0: application. Yeah.
1: So, um, staff, do you have a recommendation for that new condition?
0: Um, Permittees shall provide a
2: fencing plan that shall match the existing church building and or complement the church building color scheme?
4: (laughs) Don't make it too complicated.
0: (laughs) Paint color? Uh, Uh, Well, to match um, the the church
3: structures, perhaps. I'm trying to avoid white because I I know the applicants representative suggested white. And I think that white is dangerous because that's going to invite.
4: <laughs> well, it's better than green.
3: Yeah, I know, but it, it, it invites, uh, you don't Tag-y. want to invite any um, tagging. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, that's a little hard with slats, though. Yeah, yeah. Never just... underestimate the <laughs> ability. <laughs> um, so
2: Shall Yeah, shall match the church structure in a earth tone color. Right. I
3: earth, just,
2: no. yeah, yeah, I just worry if the church changes their color of their building, right, will the earth tone always complement whatever color they, right.
1: Right.
2: we I don't mean, regulate so their color.
1: The I, would, I like, would just suggest that the enclosure shall be made to be consistent with the colors of the existing building yeah. and should continue to match the this- yeah. It's this colors of the existing building throughout the life of the permit
3: so, so it's not so risky. right so if it had right. equipment enclosure fence shall be painted to match adjacent building right. then it's whatever it is it's just right. it becomes part of the building right. right right
1: and it shall it and for the life of the permit shall be consistent with the color of the building so if they decide to paint right. it purple it's got to be purple but it's not only
3: submit plans and implement.
2: Provide a plan. We Yeah, normally we break those into two conditions, right? Provide the plan for review and approval by the planning director. And then another condition says they shall be installed within one right. year of this permit approval. Could I've be. been at the
3: end of too many. Oh, well, you just said you had to submit a plan. <laughs> No implementation. <laughs> it's very real, unfortunately.
1: So within one year, that way they would be prepared sure. for their review.
3: Well, to implement, at least.
1: Right. So they shall provide their plan and implement the plan within one year of right. today's today's date.
3: So within one year of their plan approval. Yeah,
1: plan approval. Thank you.
3: But how about submitting the plan like within sixty days or something sooner? Otherwise, they'll take a year to submit the
0: plan. So uh, it, it uh, they need order.
3: to. Uh, Worst case
0: uh, scenario.
3: Yeah, submit a uh, uh, fencing plan improvements within sixty days. 60 days, implement within one year of the plan approval. Right.
0: Perfect.
1: All right. Does anybody want to make that motion? So it's 15 and then a new, however you want to frame it, either a new condition 21 or a new condition 22.
3: Okay. I'll make a motion to adopt staff.
1: The, the board has,
2: uh, I just wanted to let you know that the applicant has their hand up. I don't know if you want to reopen the public comment.
1: It Ooh. will reopen if the applicant may have a question for the applicant.
2: Okay. So caller, that ends in 164. I believe it's Gary, if you want to unmute yourself.
6: Yeah. Hi, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I um wanted to say that uh, part of this CEP renewal is the modification and that being said, the mod is something that AT&T is going to want to do as quickly as possible, I would say, after they get this approval, um, within three to six months. So more than likely, they'll they'll take care of it during that process, because if they're going to be doing construction at the site, it would make sense to do it at that time. So and, I, I don't feel like it's going to get it done within that time frame. Wanted to, we're,
3: yeah. we're just giving you the, the outside windows parameters.
6: Okay, <laughs> no problem. You
3: can
1: do it sooner, even better. Yeah. Okay. Great.
6: Got it. Thank you. Right.
1: Thank you. I will reclose a public hearing. Uh, member Spalding, do you want to continue making a motion? Okay, I'll make a motion to adopt staff recommendation and to,
3: with the following modifications, number 15, um, under general conditions, uh, that status reports shall be provided one- and five years from the date of the approval. And also to insert two new conditions of approval that go to the permittee shall provide a fencing plan to uh, replace the current equipment fencing So as to be consistent with the remaining of the church facility, the the church facilities, how about that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And a second condition, and that that plan shall be submitted uh, no later than 60, within 60 days of approval and implemented within one year, no, no later than one year than after the plan approval. And that's the second
1: new condition. Right. Okay. All right. Is there a
4: second? I'll
1: second. The motion is from member Spaulding with a second from vice chair Lewis approving conditional use permit PLN 2022-00198 with a modification to condition 15 requiring a status report one year from today's date of approval and five years from today's date of approval and inserting two new conditions. uh, One requiring that the permittee shall provide a fencing plan within 60 days from today's date and said plan must include features that match the existing color scheme of the existing surrounding buildings. The second new condition of approval is that the approved plan must be implemented within one year of plan approval um it, it's if we could um,
3: modify that to the equipment fencing because right now you just said
1: fencing the it's new fencing. the new first uh, condition, please make that state the equipment fencing
3: or equipment enclosures. <laughs> That's even better rather than fence. Equip, equipment enclosure.
1: So let's modify that to Enqui- equipment enclosure. Does the second accept that change? Yes. Okay. All right, so that is the motion in the second. Staff, can you take the vote, please? Yes. Chair Clark?
4: Aye.
0: Vice Chair Lewis?
4: Aye.
2: Member Spaulding? Aye. Member Siebert? Aye. Member Volvis? Aye. Motion passes. Five in favor, none opposed.
3: And I only have one request also that the chair could just take Member Spaulding? Is um, if the Eden, when the Eden-Mac um, is gonna recommend denial of something like this, is that it, perhaps if they could be a little bit more details on what the basis is or sometimes i know um there have been times when the chair of a mac will attend another reviewing body's hearing to provide explanation as to the basis for why their mac may have taken
0: a decision that's always helpful For some of us, others may not think it has anything to
1: do with anything. All right, Uh, staff, we're ready for the next item. Okay, so I'm not muted, right? Okay.
2: The second item on the regular calendar is PLN 2021-199. Conditional Use Permit to Allow an Alcohol Outlet for Beam Rentals, LLC, Crossroads Specialty Foods. The applicant is Joseph Hadid. And I will be presenting alcohol.
0: Okay, so once again, this is
2: PLN 2021 199 as conditional use permit to allow an operation of an alcohol outlet within an existing shopping center referred to as special. I think I short term that crossroads specialty foods. Uh, the site is located at 3300 East Castor Valley Boulevard at the intersection with Center Street. The zoning is planned development under Zoning Unit 1798, which allows neighborhood commercial uses. The general plan is in the Castro Valley General Plan and is designated community commercial. The project is categorically exempt from the requirements of the California Environmental Quality Act, Article 19, Section 15301, Existing Facilities. Here's an aerial view of the existing shopping center located at the corner of East Castro Valley Boulevard and center street. The entire building measures approximately 15,000 square feet and the storefronts face the North side of the parcel. The project is proposing to go into a suite, which measures about 3,400 square feet in area. The the applicant's requesting operation of a specialty store and would like to sell alcoholic beverages for off-site consumption. This would be a secondary use of the retail store food of the food specialty items. The estimated percentage of the alcohol beverage sales would be approximately 4% of the business. The normal operating hours of the site would operate 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And the applicant has a current location in Palo Alto. How you guys have the wrong view again? Um, high presenter view. Here is a floor plan of the proposed specialty retail store. The Castro Valley Municipal Advisory Council discussed this matter at their November 14, 2022 hearing, and they recommended for the property owner to improve the lighting on the site and to trim the overgrown vegetation along the eastern property line. Since that time, the applicant has completed those two requests by the Castro Valley MAC. The applicant um, installed new LED lighting throughout the parking lot, provided recessed lighting in front of the commercial buildings, and they also replaced the lights within the existing monument sign. The landscaping was trimmed along the eastern property line, and they also trimmed back the landscaping on Valley Boulevard frontage. The project is consistent with the zoning CN district neighborhood commercial allows uh, permits retail stores. Therefore the retail portion of the business does not require discretionary permit. However, the request to sell alcohol for offsite consumption requires approval of a conditional use permit. The proposed alcohol outlet is not within 500 feet of any Businesses devoted to families, such as school parks, and the facility, or the, not the facility, the alcohol outlet is not located within 500 feet of another similar alcohol outlet. Therefore, it meets our alcohol policy, and the performance standards are included in the conditions of approval. Staffs recommending approval based on the 13 conditions of approval with a a three-year Mandatory review. That's the end of staff's presentation.
0: Questions, Member Siebert? I do not have any questions. Thank you.
4: Vice Chair Lewis? No questions, but just a comment. It looks like from the photos they've submitted, it looks a lot better, looks cleaner. Uh, So that's really nice because it had been let go a little bit. Uh, So I like the looks of the the new... um, sort of uh, cleaned up landscaping.
0: That's it. Thank you. Member Spalding? Oh,
3: Jewel. There used to be a bike store there. Is that still there anymore? No. That they moved or died. <laughs> yeah, there had been a lot of
4: turnover in the past there. I
3: know, exactly. And my only concern, too, is because there is, um and I'm not just i'm not that far from here is um there has been i know a lot of homeless with the creek right and the highway on the other side and so that would be my concern there is um a, any attraction i mean so that's what I could, i'd like to hear more from the the applicant on what their specialty store is about it. Cause I thought there was another store called crossroads. That's on Jackson street. That's a European. I think they was the same people. Well, that's, they said they had another store in Palo
4: Alto, but right, I, place, think that, I think maybe the crossroads, if it's the same, I think that's closed. No, I'm Mine not sure. wrong.
3: Yeah. Right. But it was like a European specialty right. store place. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's what is, presuming the applicant is here. I'd, that's what I'd like to do. Member Vovis um, Just a couple of little things, just to, I guess, first understand, I see that they've, uh, Christine, they've already uh, put up their exterior signage front and back. Does that mean they already have a building permit and a sign permit at this point? I do
2: not know if they have a building permit, but if it was just a replacement of the plastic slats, no, no not
3: it's a... individual illuminated letters.
2: Oh, up on the wall. Uh, I do uh, not no, know. Alicia. I do not know if they have a valid permit for the signs on the wall.
3: Yeah, the the signage looked like a little large, maybe for the typical um signage calculation but i thought maybe they already had a building permit which afforded them a sign permit already
2: i can try to locate it while uh, I,
3: I just i don't know that was, it, well that or i kind of misunderstand what where we are in the process i guess um of uh getting these folks a permit if they've already got exterior signage up um uh, so there was that and then um it's it the license there is for beer and wine only no um spirits
0: we you know um yes no hard alcohol okay and, and no Thank tobacco you.
3: no tobacco uh sales here and no malt no malt beverages either oh oh no malt so beer and wine only and then no tobacco either. Not that I saw. The planning
2: department doesn't issue the tobacco retail license. Uh, code enforcement does those inspections. So I, I can that. try to, I don't, I'm not aware of it.
4: I think the area already has too many tobacco licenses. As yeah, there.
3: so I, I just didn't see any mention yeah. of it in the staff report um, of what they do in there. Um, so maybe because we're can't give out anymore yeah <laughs> anymore um let's see what else did i have um i see that they're doing a new service deli department it, it do you do we should we assume that these are sandwiches or whatever for on-site consumption
2: i wouldn't assume that i would are, defer to the applicant
3: maybe i wasn't sure if there was a seating area or any of that um uh it's nice to see that they on their their uh fixture plan that they don't have any uh shelving up against the there's a lot of windows in this particular tenant space so i think maintaining that transparency um is really important for this one and uh but i i think some of it's covered in condition five well i think that'll make it more attractive that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you just hope it doesn't accumulate against the windows. You know how that happens. It uh, just, just happens, um, all of but it's almost all glass, that space. So
0: right. maintaining that
3: transparency is probably important to have these folks here.
0: Uh, I think that's it for now until we talk to the applicant.
1: Uh, any follow-up questions from members of the board? Uh, the conditions of approval are where
3: in this resolution?
2: Yes, there was a draft resolution included. I'm uh, um, hopefully in your pocket,
3: or right. packet, and okay. um, but it's just the in the resolution because I'm not. It's not. I don't see it as part of the findings, or I just see the tentative findings and the recommendation. And the conditions appear in the resolution. That's correct. Yeah. So if that's the case, I
1: just want to point out that it says the Castro Valley Municipal Advisory Council. So that would, it's not accurate.
2: Where's that?
1: Right at, uh, in the resolution.
2: That is correct. It They get aware whereas and you guys get aware whereas.
1: Right. But isn't this our resolution?
2: Yes, but it is a... That's traditionally what we've always done. So, I guess the, if the board wishes to remove that, we can. I believe it just documents that it went through the council uh, process.
1: I guess I'm just I'm used to seeing it where it says, whereas the board of zoning adjustments had heard it.
2: That's a second, whereas
1: yeah,
4: yeah, the board yeah. did hold public hearing, right?
1: Okay, can you? Day. They have both of them. Okay. Can I am just that to me it's just a little awkward, but I'll take it if you could put BZA border zoning adjustments in the second one. Yeah. Um and just spell it out so that there's a distinction between the Cast Valley Mac and the border zoning adjustments. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was all that I had. Any other questions, the staff? Okay. And we are ready for the public hearing, and I do see a hand raised. Um, the applicant is here, if we could start with the applicant.
2: Okay. Uh, the applicant, I believe, is Joseph Hadid. I'm going to allow you to speak. Hi, uh, Joseph, I allowed you to speak. You can unmute yourself and state your name, please.
7: Uh, first of all, my name is Hani Haddad. I oh. represent the applicant, my nephew, uh, Joseph Haddad. <laughs> And uh, I am the co-founder of Crossroads Specialty Foods. Uh, We were established in Hayward uh, since 1994. We expanded the business from Foothill to go to uh, Jackson Street, a bigger space. We stayed there for almost uh, 20-some years. And then we were invited by the city of Palo Alto to open the same branch in Palo Alto. We we were there for almost uh, 18, 19 years. So uh, all these years, we um, have a, a platform of our business to have a unique product uh, that you cannot find anywhere, uh, especially in uh, the Bay Area. Uh, in this segment, uh, fragmented uh, uh, ethnic uh, foods, but very limited. We serve basically the whole Bay Area. They come from all over. In the process uh, all our clients indicated in our survey that we have to have wine and beer to celebrate their ethnic uh, uh, holidays and religious uh, holidays and tradition. So uh, we applied for that in Hayward in Palo Alto. We had no problem the first time and the second time. And then the building was most, one of you has concern about the Jackson Street. The building was sold. And we were looking for another location to relocate in the East Bay. So to match the crossroads um, name as uh, the, 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 the facilities that we are, are right now in is uh, the crossroads uh, to connect with the different freeways, different um, entrance to the to the uh, Castle Valley or East Castle Valley Boulevard. So that was a perfect location for us. And um, we were um, orchestrating to, continue to do the, the same business with our reputation, we have a customer base that is uh, uh, untouchable. No one uh, really can offer the product line that we have uh, from wine and beer and also all the ethnic product from European, Eastern European, Middle Eastern, Israelis, uh, kosher products. Uh, we thrive under the, uh, the, uh, the ethnic... Uh, 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 tradition and ethnic um, uh, religious uh, holidays. So our business uh, goes up and down uh, based on those uh, uh, areas. So uh, so I thank all of you for listening to us uh, to accept this application. Uh, greatly appreciate it. We expect all, most of you to come and visit us. Uh, it will be something, an asset uh, to Castro Valley. It was a loss to Haywood, but it will be a great asset to Castle Valley. And we we basically have a great number of clients who stop by practically every day asking us, when are going to be open? Especially the Greek church down the street every Sunday. The, everybody comes in to check out if we're going to be open or not. I hope um, to be open before Easter because uh, to the uh, Greek Orthodox Church, it's very important to have all their products available for them. Well, again, I thank you very much. And I open uh, well, the chance for you to ask us questions.
3: Well, full disclosure, I've been there several times.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Look and forward to seeing right, you. Again. And you
3: do have a lot of good products that are hard to find. There's yeah. no question yeah. about
7: it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, we do. And we cannot compete with the supermarkets and uh, uh, Trader Joe or Costco or Safeway and all that things uniqueness of the concept is, is uh, our platform.
3: Right, yeah, no, no, you definitely have um, some some specialty items that you can't find usually off the regular market. So that's always help, that's helpful for those who
1: cook and things like that.
0: Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you. Questions of the applicant? Member Sieber? Um, sure, Mr. Hadid, I would just,
5: just one question on the presentation of the alcohol. Is that going to be, grab? are they going to be, people are going to have access to just grab it off the shelf or how are you going to, how are you going to present that to the clients, customers?
7: It's going to be a, in a designated area where it's visible uh, for the uh, clerks to um, monitor. And uh, that's how they, they grab it, bring it to the cash register and they check it out. And uh, we tend to sell bottles by the, uh, 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 single bottles is going to be in six packs probably, and uh, uh, and the, for the beer or uh, the wine and, and uh, the bigger size wine bottles, and that is probably important because those people who buy these uh, items they are want to buy it in six packs or they want to buy it and some of them they ask ahead of time to buy it by the case, so that's how we uh, we try to display it on the store. Thank
5: you. Was your nephew the one that wrote this written statement?
7: My nephew and I uh, wrote the statement, yes.
5: You wrote the statement?
7: I wrote the statement, yeah. It's
5: probably probably the best written statement I've ever gotten. So thank you for writing such a thorough statement.
7: Thank you very much. It comes from the experience (laughs) and and, uh, the heart that we put our uh, heart and mind in this business.
5: Thank you. I don't have any other questions. I think it'd be a nice addition, so thank you.
7: Oh, Thank you.
1: Thank you. Vice Chair Lewis? I don't have any questions. Member Vovis? Uh, yeah, congratulations, Mr.
3: Haddad, on, um, you. Uh, you know, uh, having a niche in the market, uh,
0: yeah.
3: something like this, which is a, a, a tough thing to do. Um,
7: yeah. I, really, I, I, I just I, wonder I,
3: if I can uh, ask you about where you are in the process. Uh, have you already submitted for your building permit? and? All
7: that? Sure. So, oh yeah. yeah. Did, okay. Oh yeah. And also the health department approved it and everything. Oh okay. And also I just to um, um, emphasize what you really uh, recognize this unique product uh, in Palawato. Um, we had a, a sign in front of the uh, when you walk in the customer walk in. I said and the sign says our product is a treasure, but our serving our customers is a pleasure.
3: That's so, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, so we can you wait. tell me if you, uh, do, do you folks already have a sign permit for your exterior signage?
7: Yes, yes, it is. my nephew I, said yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah.
3: Well, I, I can't wait to see what you got in your new service uh, deli department. Are you planning on having a seating area or anything like no. that?
0: No, 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 no. That
3: okay. Is,
7: okay. No. So you just come just, in and uh, you
3: can order something and you just take it out, take it with you.
7: Yes, that's yes. Okay. Indeed. Yeah, and this is a, uh, like a, uh, let me describe some of the cheese varieties feta cheese is very popular yeah. we have almost a dozen of fresh feta cheese in display right. in, in the brine and also different varieties of pickles different variety of uh, you know condiments uh, of all kinds you know from german hungarian and all of that but uh, there was an issue. I just want to ask you about the windows in the in uh, the uh, the um, uh, on the backside of the store, which is facing the East uh, Castle Valley Street. Uh, it's a big uh, big uh, uh, exposure, but uh, we want to limit it because the amount of heat and sun can really hit the product, like chocolate. We have the confectionery items that is really affected by the heat. We are intending minimizing the exposure to about two sections, one on the right and one on the left. And this is actually probably eight feet and eight feet in each size. And the rest will be covered with uh, laminate so we can put some uh, product behind this laminate uh, area. (laughs) So you want, you're
3: talking about um, putting some um, uh, window film on the storefront?
7: That's, That's not the storefront in the back of the store.
3: Yeah, but the wall and is uh, storefront it. construction yeah, where the construct, glasses.
7: Yeah, but yeah, for so glasses, yes. And okay. will be some some also uh, uh, area exposed. Uh, uh, we cannot put any product in front of it because the heat is gonna hit it. But sure. there will be exposure. You can even see the whole store from back there.
3: Yeah, uh, uh, as long as you are aware of the transparency um, rule that you know they've got to be able to see in. But I know that you can. Get window film to maybe cut some of uh, the uh, that heat gain that you're talking about and still achieve uh, the transparency uh, rule. So um, that yeah. would be something to try to be mindful of is uh, keeping it transparent, but reducing your heat gain from the uh, storefront windows. Um, but I, I'm sure it can be achieved. Um, yes. But yeah, the space apparently yeah. has a lot of glass. This particular one, so I, I get what you're saying. You don't. It's that's one way to preserve product, is to not expose it to too much heat. But I know that we've also mm-hmm. got a balance with the trans, with the transparency um, issue. But I think it's already covered in your um, conditions of approval. If 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 you've re- reviewed those, yeah. okay. You're Wonderful. okay with that. Yeah. You're okay with the. the yes. Okay. All right. That's that's all yes, I dear. had. Thank you.
0: Remember Thank Spalding?
3: you. Anything else? Um, not at this moment. Other than you might think about sh- uh, pole shades to help with the heat yeah. on the windows.
7: Yeah, shade, yeah, uh, yeah. When it's not sunny, we can expose it. When it's sunny, we can cover yeah, it. Because yes, because
3: when it does get cold, that way you will be able to. There is
7: somebody is going to help us out uh, to um, uh, make uh, the right uh, the right decision on this because it's very expensive to, Thanks. yeah, uh, based on that requirement that you have. Okay.
3: So, so, um, but ba- is, basically, this is a repeat of what you had on. Um, Jackson Street, is that right?
7: I'm sorry, say that again?
3: It's a repeat. <laughs> it's the same thing you had
7: already. Yes, that's right. Uh, that's right. Yes, mm-hmm. okay. that's right.
3: And I know you do have different feta cheeses. <laughs> 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 and, and, and
7: everybody loves to sample those while we are there, you know? Uh, that's right. That's right. Um, but all, they,
3: so those are the, all the questions that the, for the moment
7: I have thank you wonderful
1: thank you thank you any follow up questions of the applicant
7: no thank you okay appreciate right. your help
1: thank you uh, staff next speaker for this item please
2: okay and maris i'm going to allow you to speak you can
8: hi dr hi. maris here i'm um don't have any affiliation i just want to speak as a community member and uh, I'm the leader of the Groveway Neighborhoods Association and on a couple other community boards here. And I just want to speak in favor of this project. We've been waiting so long for it. And it's so important for community what they what they offer here. You know, they're, it's, their products are so diverse. I think, you know, you've heard a lot of it. You know, I, I personally am from uh, northern Europe, born in Germany, and they have German beers that, you know, we can't get easily anywhere else, Um, foods, you know, dried foods that we can make, uh, cultural stuff, desserts, stuff for the holidays. My partner's family is Greek. You know, there's really, there's religious and cultural uh, alcoholic beverages that they they need um, to get to just have some sips of. And it's, it's, it's so important and we're really missing it. And it's, and it is a difficult site. So I want to to thank the board for their help and consideration of what this business needs to to thrive here and succeed, because uh, it's a tricky site with those big windows, you know, where you don't really have a lot of foot traffic, but you can see it, and it gets the afternoon sun, it gets the morning sun, you know, it's it's a tricky site, and I'm just so grateful that they're coming to our community, and and the, the sooner the better, and um, I don't know what else
1: good I could say
8: about them. They're just they're just wonderful, and thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Any questions of that last speaker from the board? Anyone else to speak on this item? It's regarding a specialty food store, 3300 East Castro Valley Boulevard in Castro Valley. I'm
0: going to close the
1: public hearing. Are there any follow-up questions of staff or comments on the conditions of approval?
3: No, I would just note that let's not forget the Castro Valley Sanitary District offices are going to be also right across the street. So this could be very complimentary to people wanting yeah. to grab something for lunch and nope. things like that.
4: Absolutely that would- right, yeah.
3: Right. And, and I know that, um, it certainly will be a benefit to the community in general, um, to have it. Cause I, I know I drove by and saw it was closed and was like, oh no, <laughs> that's bad. And so, um, so I'm glad to see that you're planning to reopen even closer. <laughs> so, um, also I'll make a motion unless anybody's got any
1: thoughts on any modifications. I don't really see any, um, just the modification on the first page of the resolution that instead of the board, it oh, yeah. says the West County Board of Zoning Adjustments.
3: Right. Okay. That, yeah.
1: Okay. So I'd make a motion to adopt staff's
3: recommendation to um, approve the conditional use permit application to allow operation of an alcohol outlet, specialty food within existing shopping center, um, and to modify the resolution so that it clarifies that it's the board of zoning adjustment, not just the board. Um, And that's it, unless we have, a, if there's any other suggestions, but I don't see any, since they've done a lot of work already cleaning up, they're pretty much ahead of the game.
1: I'll second. Second. Okay, the motion is from member Spalding with the second from member Vovis approving conditional use permit. PLN 2021-00199, adopting the tentative findings and the staff conditions of approval with the change on the first page of the resolution stating uh ins- inserting that instead of whereas the board will now read the West County Board of Zoning Adjustments. Is that the motion in the second? Yes. Okay. Staff, can you yes. take the vote, please? Chair Clark? Aye.
2: Vice Chair Lewis? Aye. Member
1: Spaulding? Aye.
2: Member Siebert? Aye. Member Volvis?
1: Aye. Motion passes. Five in favor, none opposed. Thank you. Uh, That concludes the regular calendar. Uh, Next on our... Yes. Yes. Member Spaulding? When are they planning to open? <laughs> <That's my laughs>
2: well, they've been waiting. So, I, uh, from my understanding, we've had this application for quite some time. So, I, I would say as soon as they can.
3: Okay, so this becomes effective.
2: Well, there's still a pill period. So, on the 11th day, we can sign.
3: Right. right.
2: The issue is they can. They were able to get a building permit for their signage and interior improvements because uh, retail is permitted would be their ABC license. Would We would have to wait till the 11th day to approve.
3: Should be pretty soon if they're already done with the health department approval yeah. and the building department. So there's two big ones right there.
1: Yeah, because yeah. it's definitely a popular store. Yeah. Well, they, could, they, they can need... put the food in. They just have to wait until this approval for the alcohol. So I'm sorry, but, Member Sieber.
5: That's okay. Uh, Christine, do they have to do the LED, the the, 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 the training? For the service
2: on this? For the alcohol sales, yes. Yeah, okay.
0: Okay,
1: that was it. In their statement, they mentioned. So they've been very thorough about what is needed. Yeah, yeah. I they, completely agree with you that their statement was yeah, well-written. They,
3: they well well like yeah, they took yeah. it like a plan check letter. Yeah. just each and every item. Right, of concern. So that made it easier. Yeah. So, Christine, can
5: you make sure they're all like this?
3: Yes. (laughs) Hire
2: Mr. Hadid.
0: There you go. Mr. Hadid's got a new job
2: consulting. (laughs)
0: I'll
1: retire and do that. (laughs) Well, you have a template now.
3: (laughs) Does he know his colors?
1: All right. Well, next are the approval of minutes from January 11th, 2023. Does anyone have any changes?
3: I couldn't Uh, find
1: any. Except for member Spalding, who is not here.
3: I know, and I apologize for my last minute um, notification, but I had, because I've been planning to attend, but I just had way too much work. (laughs) wasn't going to happen. All right.
0: Well, I
1: I'll make you. a
3: motion okay. to uh, adopt the um, BCA uh, uh, draft minutes for January 11th, 2023, as presented.
1: Second. The motion is from Member Vovis, with a second from Vice Chair Lewis. To approve the January eleventh, 2023 minutes with no changes. Staff, can you take the vote, please?
2: Chair Clark?
1: Aye. Vice Chair Lewis?
4: Aye.
2: Member Spalding?
4: Uh abstain.
2: Member Siebert? Aye. Member Vovis? Aye. Motion passes four in favor, one abstention. <laughs> no opposition. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Uh, staff comments.
2: I don't have any. Oh, well, yes, I have a comment that that the health ex, the health uh, order is set to expire February twenty eighth. Um, so there is um, a feeling
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that we may be meeting in person. Uh, become uh, you know March the first meeting in March. But I hopefully I would have more information at our next meeting.
3: And then two, I would suggest that there are always, um, one of the considerations could be is maybe alternate meetings remotely and then in person. So we alternate meetings, there's always that possibility. So you have once a month in person, once a month remote.
0: I believe they have
2: to uh, adopt, they being the county or the Alameda County Board of Supervisors, adopt that as new rules for each board to make that happen. But I could be wrong.
3: Well, since I suspect this discussion is going on among many boards, that would be probably a good idea just to get up to speed on what is the discussion on this.
0: Yes. So we have some idea before
1: February 28th.
0: Okay, well, that is the discussions that
1: I've been aware of. Right. Well, and just a reminder, this ties into that in-person meetings. We're gonna need new uh, parking permits.
3: Right. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot all about those. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So will we go back to one at 1.30 and one at 6? Yes. Okay.
3: No, I parked. And And that's why I was thinking that might be easier, too, uh, in the discussion on whether or not you do alternate remote versus evening, or, or, I mean, versus in person, too, is to accommodate. I mean, maybe the remote one should be during the day, and then the evening one is in person, and then that way people who are working, it's easier for them to participate if it's during the day, so to speak.
1: Mm-hmm. All good suggestions. Yeah. That was an ongoing complaint that it was very challenging mm-hmm. for the public to get there at 1.30. Yeah.
3: yeah, Right. That's right. And so that's, that's why I, th- you know, we're making these suggestions.
5: Okay.
1: But yeah, parking permits. <laughs> well, when I went there, Last December, December, I'm looking around for the parking guy because I didn't have my permit. Oh, oh and they, he's they, on it too. Oh, they will get you. Yeah. I've I had two tickets. there. Yes, so. I've had they them will, too. They, they will ticket you. Yeah. I, he said hello to me one time and then proceeded to ticket me after I walked into the building. <laughs> he's on it. <laughs> yeah. We won't.
3: We won't. We won't go to where the part. Some of the parking people are.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Any other board announcements, comments, and reports? No. Nope. No.
0: Nope.
1: All right. Well, we officially concluded our January meetings of 2023.
4: All right.
1: And the happy Lunar New Year too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Don't even go there. To... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh my gosh! Well, at least the sun is shining, so that's good. And we yeah. finished. And we finished before three thirty. We did. We did. That's Thank 30, you baby. very much.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. No, I you do your thing today, Don. Yep, Thank you. Sorry. Oh, well, you missed really- the you missed the announcement. I have a. I was going to have to get off at three thirty for a video appointment with my doctor. So oh. that was sort of the, my, That was my deadline today. It was three thirty. But we made it. Right. So no handoff to the vice chair today. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks everybody. The next meeting is February eighth. Um, yes. Still virtual. Yes. Um, so see you, see you on Zoom in a couple yeah. of weeks. Yeah. Oh, and
3: I have I have only one request, one last request on it. As we're doing, if we do any remote or virtual meetings, I think it's helpful to be able to see the speakers. Because right now you can't see the speakers unless you're a panelist. Mm. And, and so if there's any thoughts about what the technology the county's using or, or what programs it's wanting, I think that would be helpful is to be able to see the speakers.
2: For the call-in, folks, that's right. okay.
0: right. All right. Anything else? Thank you. Thank you, guys. See you in a couple weeks. Uh, Bye. Bye.